Man, I don't know why my refrigerator always seems to be on after 9 p.m. on a Monday. No, I do not know why my refrigerator's on, but you can hear it and I can hear it. I don't know, maybe you can't hear it, but I sure can. Anyway, here we are. Hi, Mike. Waving at a friend on Instagram. What are we doing? Oh, I've got to finish this beer. <laughs> a little underprepared here, guys. Oh, boy. This is the dirtiest glass I've used for one of these yet because <clears throat> I just finished a beer. <clears throat> well, that was professional. Hey, welcome back, guys. Monday night, 9.18 p.m. Refrigerator's on. That must mean it's time for the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, Chris Schreier. How are you guys keeping? Still in full-on pandemic mode, I trust. It's no fun, guys. But slow but sure, we're getting there. We're getting there, flattening the curve and all that stuff. I seem to have tried to channel my inner Conan O'Brien looking at my hair on the screen. If you're listening at home to the podcast and can't see me, well, I have a flippy little thing at the front of my hair. I think I'm going to leave it. Okay. What were we talking about? The pandemic? Oh, yeah, right. Well, I've been working uh, all last week, and I work today again. Oh, crazy days, guys. Mondays at the post office are busy even during a pandemic. Um, delivering a lot of parcels. Very pleased to see that my employer finally delivered a parcel that I only shipped literally one month ago on April the 11th, and I'm looking in today as May the 11th, uh, to PEI. I think I could have strapped it on the back of a pigeon and gotten it there sooner, but I digress. This is clearly not sponsored by the Canada Post Corporation to whom I am indebted because I'm employed by them. Uh, I digress. Yet anything in the mail recently? It feels great, doesn't it? Getting a parcel, getting a letter. Heck, I'll even take an Amazon delivery these days. And I got one today, too. It's a, uh, I don't know, it's around here somewhere. Oh, yeah, there it is. It's a little LED light. Doesn't have any batteries in it right now. Handy. Snap that on your iPhone frame for your camera. Anyway, uh, hey, guys, let's drink some beer. I've got a bit of a hot date tonight with my wife. So uh, I got to try and move this along. Hey, here's what we're drinking. It's Citra Addiction. Yay! New England IPA from Great Lakes. Sorry, I'm kind of one-dimensional these days, guys, but uh, I'm pretty limited in the fact that I only really have what I want to drink around and from a limited number of companies. So uh, we're just going to... We're going to go with it. I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to give this beer its due, but I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it because I actually did a little research before I started recording, and I actually have some crap to talk about that is beer-related, but is not related to the beer I'm about to drink. So, with that throw in mind, hang on to your hats, kids. Let's drink some beer and then talk about beer. This is Citra Addict. Uh, Citra Addiction. Citra Addiction? Citra, Citra Addiction, because, of course, you would expect two A's, but there's only one. It's a portmanteau. Like, um, one of those famous ones that I literally am blanking on any of them right now. Is there one for Jay-Z and Beyonce? Beyonce, Maybe? No, that's it. What was the one ever? Anybody? Nobody? No, I'm the only one here. 
Hey, if you're watching at home and you want to comment right now, throw me a celebrity named Portmanteau and I'll say it live. You'll have that to tell your kids about. Anyway, this is a Portmanteau Citra Addiction from Great Lakes Brewing. New England IPA. I've had it. Thank you, Mike Chowns. Benifer. I think that was the one I was looking for. And I believe that was Ben Affleck and Jennifer somebody. Jennifer somebody. And it was Ben Affleck, right? Not Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Can we just have a moment of silence? Not for Ben Stiller, who's still alive, thankfully. Funny man. But for his father, who passed away at a ripe old age of 92, Jerry Stiller, best known to people my age anyway, as being Frank Costanza. And uh, passed away of natural causes, apparently. Not a COVID-related death by all accounts, uh, but a very very funny man um, and apparently a wonderful wonderful human being married to the same woman for 60 odd years or something like that and just a great guy so um, really one of those times when you might feel a little sad and miss him but you also really get the opportunity to celebrate a life well lived because if anybody did he sure did one heck of a guy uh, to Jerry Stiller anyway uh, I'm told it's uh, Aniston Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck, I think. So uh, let's move on because I got a date to get to, guys. We're already 119 bars in. I really need to change my time code. Anyway, Citra Addiction. What were we talking about? It's New England IPA from Great Lakes. Mm, guess what? It's got Citra in it. Bet you didn't see that coming. Mm, but lovely. Citra can be challenging to work with. Uh, that said, if there's a brewer in the world who knows how to work with hops, it's Mike Lackey. And uh, I don't actually even know if this is one of Mike's beers specifically, because a lot of the other brewers now are really taking the bull by the horns. But uh, but anyway, I suspect Lackey would have at least offered some insight or perhaps made this. But Citra can get really, um, I can just get too much, too over the top. Um when I used to homebrew a lot, I used to say citra to me was like salt. I put a little citra in everything and it made it taste just better. But too much citra in anything and it ceases to taste even good. So citra addiction. Let's man. 140 bars. Here we go. Hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. Really good. Because what I just shotgunned before I poured that was um, the now they're just calling it Haze Mama. If you remember from an early episode, it used to be called Voodoo Haze Mama. Very Jimi Hendrix. But the LCBO is a fickle mistress and she does not like things like voodoo associated with alcohol. So Haze Mama. That, by the way, not the official reason given to me by a Great Lakes employee, but the one that I will believe unless I've given definitive proof otherwise. Uh, citra addiction, because of its high citra content, mm, you definitely get some citrusy things, which you would expect from a hop named Citra. But I always find this cannabisy evergreeny but not piney often you know you think about simcoe simcoe is very piney this isn't piney 
I don't want to sound like a really insufferable beer person here, but I also do spend a I was gonna say I do spend a lot of time outside. I spend a lot of time outside. I spend a not insignificant amount of time in nature. And this is like more like spruce. I think. I think citra tastes kind of sprucey in its evergreeny quality. Mmm. Huh. Thinking about the malt on that sip. I'm it's very yellow. I'm not convinced it's just two row though. There might be something, um, something a little more sturdy in there. Maybe not. Mm, you know what? Hmm. It tastes like Maris Otter a little. It tastes a little bit more complicated than just straight two row. I don't necessarily think it is all Maris Otter. That could be because there is something else in there, carafoam or something to give it some body. Um, but there's a little bit more malt complexity than I would have expected. Not expected. That's not right but a little bit more than I was looking for. Um, delicious. Um, what is the, is this six and change percent? Doesn't drink like it, whatever it is. It's, uh, oh, <laughs> that's why it's 4.4. It drinks like it's 4.4% alcohol. What a dandy. I could slaughter these things. Mm-mm-mm. And as we always ask, what are you going to eat with it? Well, I'm about to eat a lot of cheese. Did I mention that's what my date was? My beloved wife right now is off preparing a cheese extravaganza for us, which we'd meant to eat last night for Mother's Day, but then I made these raviolis and I ate too much garlic bread and we were both so full. We thought, you know what? Let's just go ahead and leave that cheese plate for another night. So we're having it tonight. And because I know you're gonna ask, you know what? Forget about what we're gonna eat with Citra Diction. I'm gonna tell you about my cheese plate because that's how we're gonna roll. The cheese plate, well, you got to have a variety. This is important. So what have we got? Well, Erica loves, and I love too, but mostly for Erica, a spiced Gouda. So there's some spiced Gouda up in there. Who doesn't like a good spiced Gouda? There's also a fairly gnarly cheddar, I think. No, I got a Beamster. Beamster XO. Oh, yeah, I'm all remembering now. Okay. Yes, spiced Gouda. Beamster XO, which is like, woo, I like that cheese. Also Dutch, I think. Pretty sure it's Dutch and Erica's family on her dad's side is all Dutch. So it all fits. Gouda, Beamster, why not? Um, then you need something, in my mind, people like it, but you need something soft, like a brie. And while I don't disagree with that, I put a higher value on something stinky. However, what I got was a stinky brie. So I ticked both boxes in one fell swoop. And then I think I got blue haze, which is this like smoked blue cheese that I'm really fond of, I think. I was shopping on Saturday. It's been a while. I'm sorry. But I think that's what we've got. Then what else do we have on that plate? Well, of course, um, crustiles. Now nah, they're just crackers and uh, some dried cranberry, some pistachios. Ooh, who doesn't like a pistachio? Mm, salty, crunchy little buttery complex. I like it. And uh, oh, yeah, and I got some smoked salmon because why the hell not? We don't eat meat. So uh, we eat fish. That's like the charcuterie. Bit of smoked salmon. Mm. I'm excited about that. Now you understand why I'm getting stressed that we're at 239 bars. Still talking about the beer up in here, but I'm going to do it anyway. That's what we're having tonight. I'm going to have it with the citra addiction. Is it going to work? Yeah, probably. You know why? Because cheese and beer is awesome. 
almost doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes it's bad. I've had bad pairings, but it's hard to get a bad pairing. Sometimes you have pairings where you're like, eh, that's all right. But for the most part, you're like, that's pretty good. And sometimes you're like, what was that? It was so tasty. So hoping for some of that tonight. Citra addiction with those cheeses. What's the best one going to be? The Beamster might be a little aggressive. Might punch a bit above its weight. I'm going to put high dollar bet, bet on the, uh, the stinky brie. I think the Citra and the Stinky Brie. Stinky Brie is going to be a little um, ammonia-y, probably. Um, very fatty, obviously. Creamy. Uh, Citra Addiction, light in body. Snappy. It's beyond snappy. It's hoppy. But uh, that that um, evergreeniness, what did I say? It was spruce, I think. I think I said it was sprucey. Um, and then, obviously, lots of citrus. So those are going to juxtapose. It's going to cut. I think it's going to work pretty well pretty well probably um go well with uh, the uh the cranberries too the dried cranberries that could be interesting got a recommendation here for craft marble well don't have any craft marble in the fridge right now unfortunately i do like to keep cheap cheese in the fridge though uh we always refer to it as melty cheese you'll often see on our grocery list melty cheese that's American cheese for those of you who don't know. Not Kraft Singles. That's a little too American for my tastes. But a lot of the blocks of like Cracker Barrel and Kraft and those guys, they use a, a salt in it, a sodium something or other. And what that does is it means it doesn't separate when it melts. So you get that really smooth melt, which is really honestly what you want on a plate of nachos or a grilled cheese or um, a burger. Sometimes you want a fancier cheese on those last two, but sometimes you don't. And when you don't, what you want, melty cheese. Craft marble probably work too. I'm all right with that. Not against it. Anyway, uh, let me have another sip of beer. Hey, are we good? Great Lakes Citra Addiction available right now at the brewery. I ordered this online. Order today, delivery tomorrow. Boom. Well, depending on where you're listening, but where I'm listening, it sure as hell is true. Mm-mm-mm. I would highly recommend. I also bought some, as noted, Haze Mama. No mention of the voodoo. And, um,. Oh, and, uh, 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 oh, that's freaking heck. I got confused, guys, tonight. I'm happy to do this. Citra Addiction's nice. It's good beer. Um, but I was thinking I had some Meanwhile down in Moxie, but that is not the case. That was from the last Great Lakes order, and I knew that I'd done it a couple weeks ago on the show, so I wasn't going to do that again, but that's not what I got. I got Fine Young Cannibal's Chickens, which is a complicated and somewhat quirky but endearing name for a wonderful wonderful beer i would highly recommend that one i believe it's um you know i'll tell you hang on a sec it's a uh fine young cannibal chickens imperial pineapple new england style ipa this is the one that clocks in at seven kind of glad i'm having this such addiction right now not gonna lie anyway get on your uh web browser of preference and uh, hit up great lakes order that they're good guys they'll deliver hey if you're lucky barry from great lakes friend of the pod might deliver it wearing a tuxedo he does that sometimes apparently how about that mick also friend of the pause mick mcnamara possibly the funnest name of anybody i know to say try it right now say it mick mcnamara big seinfeld fan incidentally probably uh, more upset than i was about jerry stiller's passing um sometimes he delivers in a uh uh, I can't remember what flavor of martial art he does, Muay Thai or Karate or something. Anyway, uh, shows up in his gi. 
That's what we need. More people dressing up. And of course, I would be loth not to mention uh, if you follow uh, Milos's Craft Beer Emporium out of London, Ontario, second most popular London in the world for the 268th year running, I'm told. Milos has been posting daily updates about what their takeout menu is, and each day he wears a new and creative and different hat. And I got to be honest with you, they're getting more creative as time goes on. Uh, so check him out too. Fantastic stuff on the old internet. So uh, also, if you're in London, please, God, support him. He is a wonderful person with an amazing bar. So uh, order all the takeout you can afford from them, I would say. Anyway, hey, uh, 336 bars, it's time to move on. So I did some research. I read some stuff. Not gonna lie, two of the three things I'm gonna talk about off of my friends at the, uh-oh. I am having a complete brain freeze moment here. Why am I forgetting GTA Brews? I was trying to remember what GTA stood for, and of course it stands for Greater Toronto Area, but I, I just, I completely stumbled over that. And I am sorry, my good friends at the GTA Brews, I would say the nicest homebrewing group in the world. Also the only one I've ever been involved with, so also the worst, I guess, by that logic. But no, joking aside, really fantastic. If you're interested in homebrewing, even if you don't brew yourself, but you're just interested in the process, really cool. It's a, a group on Facebook. Look them up. I, it's beyond a group on Facebook, but look it up on Facebook. That's where you're going to connect with them. GTA Brews. Anyway, two of the things came off of that. Um, quick, quick things to talk about. The first one. Uh, hey, have you checked out this program called uh, Brew Brothers on Netflix? I have. I watched the whole first season because that's what you do when you can't work and you got nothing to do. Um, so yeah, somebody mentioned it. Hey, if you guys checked out Brew Brothers, I was going to actually make that exact same post, but I figured I was probably late to the game and everybody had already seen it. Turns out some people had, a lot of people hadn't. There you go. I came across it. In fact, nothing to do with beer, but, uh, because I'm a big fan of the, what do we call him? I think technically he still identifies himself as a DJ, musician, comedian, actor, man about town from Germany, Flula Borg. Um, Flula is a fantastically funny fellow and I follow him on Instagram and uh, he posted some stuff because he appeared in the program as a, a, a Western Belgian monk. So a German speaking Belgian monk, I believe. Anyway, very funny fellow. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to need to check this show out. So I queued it up. Uh, Eric and I watched the first two episodes together. That marked the end of Erica's involvement in the program. Um, and if I'm honest, if I didn't know Flula was coming, it would have marked the end of my involvement too. But because I really wanted to see Flula, I, uh, I stuck with it. And, uh, and I got to the point where I saw Flula Borg in the show and he's hilarious as expected. I found in general the characters were kind of one-dimensional a lot of the comedies lowbrow but not like in the lowbrow that i like way just kind of in a kind of obvious kind of juvenile way again not the juvenile that i like my comedy is juvenile most of the time just not the right juvenile um but by the time flula showed up i'd kind of gotten invested in the program so i stuck with it till the end of the first season and i actually thought that by the end of the first season they were kind of figuring things out i'm hopeful that it's popular enough that Netflix throws them a bunch of money and they can invest in maybe a more diverse writing staff might help. I don't know what they need. That's not my, my shtick, but, uh, I will say this, 
painfully accurate uh, stereotyping of a lot of craft beer stuff that I actually found quite funny. Um, that was the shining light in the show, aside from Flula Bork, was how accurate they uh, they managed to uh, to portray our quirky little community. Seeing a friend, uh, friend of the pod has gotten through the first episode, dot, 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 ellipsis is what that's called. Uh, I'm not going to encourage you to stick with it because you know you better than me. But uh, I will say by the end of the first season, which was, I think, eight or ten episodes, I was kind of like, well, yeah, I might watch the second season. It's also worth mentioning I was off work at the time and had a whole lot of nothing to do. So your mileage may vary. Check it out or don't. Not an endorsement by any standard. I need another sip of beer. One second. Okay. I did do research. I've forgotten what the second thing there I was going to talk about was. So I'm going to jump to a different one. A friend of mine shared a thing. Funny little meme. I like a good meme. It said something along the lines of like, hey, if you have a friend who's really into craft beer and uh, they haven't been able to get out of the house from the lockdown, text them and ask them one of these questions so they feel normal again. So I've got the four questions. You watching at home, listening on the pod should text to your friend like me who is a craft beer geek and might not have gotten out in a while. So question one, and by the way, I'm going to answer these as if you were asking it to me. So you're welcome. Question one, have you had that roadkill beer? Hmm. No, I haven't. I do know the beer you're talking about though. I believe that was the end of the universe by Scottish brewery, uh, um, uh, brew dog <laughs> really not coming up with names off the top of my head. I shouldn't just do research. I should make notes anyway. Um, have you had that roadkill beer from brew dog end of no, called end of history? I think it was called the end of history. Uh, no, I have not. There was only eight bottles I think made and they sold for 500 pounds a bottle. And I believe last I heard almost all of them had been consumed. So I did not get my hands on that. I have had the other two crazy, well, distilled, they're spirits, um, ice distilled beers that uh, that BrewDog made, uh, which was Tactical Nuclear Penguin, which clocked in at a disturbing 30 odd percent. And... Um, Sink the Bismarck. That was the name of the other one. Tactical Nuclear Penguin, um, a distilled, ice distilled Imperial Stout. It was thick and sweet and smoky. I actually quite liked it. Um, bit like, um, almost like a, like a German medicinal liqueur, like, like Jager, which is spicier, but in the same vein. Um, you know, obviously it's meant to be drank by the ounce. It's, it's a, it's a liqueur. Uh, the other sink the Bismarck that was, I believe it started out being a triple IPA, uh, and they distilled it down. Uh, that was like chewing on hops, which I have done and I do not recommend, nor do I recommend drinking that beer. So that's question one question two. Hey, did you hear about that Sam Adams beer? That's illegal. Yeah, it's not. It is in a few States. It's not in generally illegal. It's Sam Adams Utopias. I think I got a bottle of it around here somewhere. I don't see it immediately. It might be out by the bar location stuff in our house. Um, Sam Adams Utopias, another very high proof beer. Uh, again, much more in the vein of a liqueur. Um, very thick, viscous, hot too. It's got a lot of 
up in your throat <sighs> like that. Um, tasty in its way. I wouldn't necessarily um, go out of my way to get it, but I've had it. Um, funny enough, friend of the pod, Ben Johnson, broke a bottle one time. Best part of that story, he stole the bottle. Look it up. Question three. You tried sour beer? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Question four. So what's the best beer? Oh, I'm glad you asked. The answer is, I don't know. I've had a lot of beers that are better than any of the other beers I've had. Doesn't mean any of them are the best. Here's the reality, kids. The most perfect beer drank in the company of a bunch of total assholes and be nowhere near as good as a very mediocre beer drank with your best friends in the best possible situation. Best beers I've ever had? Twice it was Guinness. Both times in Ireland, once in Dublin, once in uh, Belfast in Northern Ireland, both times with my best friend in the world. I'd say friend of the pod, pretty sure he doesn't listen. That's part of the reason why I love him, Andrew Jordan. Incidentally named my son after him, Ben. Confused? Ben's first name's Andrew. You just learned a fact about me. You might be able to hack into an account of mine with that data. Anyway, uh, Andrew and I on two, on multiple separate occasions have had delicious Guinnesses together in, uh, in his home country of Ireland. Um, far and away the best twice. Uh, I used to have a third one that I would talk about that was also just an okay beer um, here in Canada. I've completely forgotten what it was. So obviously it doesn't win, but two times with, uh, with Guinness for sure the best beer you need to figure that out for you i would recommend getting into a very comfortable place like next to a beautiful campfire at the cottage perhaps near a tent if you're camping maybe in the heart of the city on a patio uh, but get with some people you like get something you enjoy sticking in your mouth i think you're gonna find it's gonna taste pretty good you know it's gonna be a really good beer that first one on a patio at a bar once we're out of all this crap that'll be a pretty good beer first beer that you can have and then hug the person next to you that'll taste pretty good too um beer's situational i know that strictly speaking it's an agricultural product or a food product and you can definitely rate it on its very very technical objective merits but that's boring and stupid drink beer because you like who you're with and you like having a beer with them and i bet it'll be one of the best beers you've ever had I've forgotten still what the third thing I was going to talk about was. It was on uh, GTA Brews, but it is definitely gone now. And I think that's enough. We've been rolling for 26 minutes or 536 bars. Again, if you're in, I think, 98 BPM. Obviously, in a different time signature, different meter, you might uh, be at a different bar than I am. But that's where we're at. So we're going to take off, guys. Get some delicious Great Lakes beers. I'm having mine right here. Mm -mm -mm. Citra Addiction. That is a heck of a nice beer. Um, what are we going to say to finish this one out? Oh, I heard a good one on a podcast. Good way of signing off. Uh, take care of yourself. And if you can, take care of someone else. I like that sentiment. Do that, guys. We're going to get through this. And the patios and the campfires and all the good beers will be there waiting for us when we do. So... For now, buy beer from your local brewery if you can. If you can't, do what you got to do. Uh, if you can reach out to somebody and ask if they're doing okay, go for it. If you are not, you got someone you can reach out to, reach out. 
uh, I'm running out of things to say. So be well, have a good evening, and I'll talk at you next Monday.